Welcome back to Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists. Today on the show, you know them from the work they've done. And the work they've done is covering up for people who did wrong. That's right. Today we're talking to the people behind apology videos. I'm sorry. My mistake. Oops. My bad. These are just some of the phrases that famous people say in apology videos, but crafting those phrases is an art form in and of itself. But how do you say the perfect apology? Well, we'll dive in deep to choose those words to say, I apologize. So take out your notes app and get ready to be accountable. Let's begin. Two years. No, can't say let's listen in. (laughs) (laughs) We've been doing this for two years. What are you guys going to get for lunch today? I love Mendocino Farms, and I hope I'm going to go get Mendocino Farms. I think we should get Mendocino. You know what? I'm going to get my people on uh, Mendocino. I got my team. I got my team of interns. We can get them on Mendocino. I I, I get one intern a sandwich so that I just make sure all the sandwiches come. That's awesome. Should we just get about like 20 not-so-fried chickens for the table? Great. Mm-hmm. 20 not so fried. Some of them salad style. I'd love some of them salad style. Casey's already <laughs> running to get me one, but I might need another. No, okay, I great. love that. That way, because we've got a long day and night ahead of us. So let's get some. So let's get 20 not so fried. Maybe maybe 15 sandwich, five salad, so we can kind okay. of share okay. them yeah, all. Yeah, I think okay. that's great. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold, let me get a pen and get someone to write this down. Um, okay, so 20 not so fried. Casey, and- Casey, can we get a pen? And then can you bring us someone to write that down? Okay, great. she's getting them. 20 not so frieds, 15 salad style, and then should we get some curry couscous? Yeah, I love the curry I'd couscous. I'd love to get some curry. Can we get some curry couscous uh, sandwich style? That would be Ye- great. Yeah. If they could, just ask him. Get the intern to ask him to put it on some bread. Okay, great. I love couscous on bread. I love couscous on bread. <laughs> it's the oh, grain the on a grain. Yeah. I love the way it dips. I love the, ooh. I love the way so it good. dips. And I also, if they have this. any kombuchas, that would be amazing. I'm a big kombucha guy right now, and yeah. I need about three kombuchas for the rest of the day. Okay, I'm great. trying to heal my gut after I ate a bunch of hot dogs. I've been eating mm. hot dogs all week. <laughs> I hear you on that. Hi, anyway. everybody. Oh, hi, everybody. Sorry about that. Hi, yeah. guys. Hi, yeah. everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm so we sorry. Guys. I got so distracted. Yeah. Obviously, uh, we, l- we love that we are invited to do this podcast, but... We have a busy day ahead of us, so we're just going to have to fit this thing in a little bit. We're a little bit, bit swamped. very busy day. <laughs> we're a little bit swamped. <laughs> That's just one Do of the many jokes I like Burbank? to make. you love Burbank? I love Burbank. I am a massive fan of Burbank. Uh-huh. I, I love just Burbank. love being here. I love being here. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. I love Burbank. But as you said, we have a busy day. We have yeah, a very so, busy day. Yeah, we we, we got to get so through this. We? Let's pound through this. Who are we? Uh, we are the firm Settler Stetzer, uh, Motkorf, and Kukorf. And uh, <laughs> uh, here at <laughs> Settler Stetzer, Motkorf, and Kukorf, uh, we deal with a lot of crisis and negotiation, and we deal with a lot of personalities and images that you might remember someone a certain way, and we want to make sure you continue to. Mm-hmm. SSMK is kind of... We are a little bit of a crisis management firm, so whenever you see, you know, somebody misstep, we're going to help them guide them back right onto the right path. Yeah. SSMK, we also think, stands for super, super karate kaboom. Yeah, SSMK, SSMK, 
stands for super super karate kaboom we ignore the m and make it a k because we're aggressive with the apologies that we do that's something that i've always stood for and while they originally stood for last names this is what we print on the t-shirts and this is what keeps me coming to work every Mm -hmm. single day it's the company culture it's the karate chop through the scandal we are chopping it in half and we are getting back to work yes absolutely it's, it's, what i love about our team is um this is what working in this specific area of media and our team specifically it's like you know when you're watching law and order and someone goes missing and the first 24 hours are crucial mm-hmm. and once you pass those 24 hours um suddenly the job is harder and less immediate but in the first 24 hours finding that missing cat finding that missing woman that's when the crisis team comes together. And that's yeah. what it's like. We are constantly putting out fires the second they go out. And then once they're out, and they're out longer than a couple days, the job seems less important. Mm-hmm. And we did find that missing woman one time. Mm-hmm. We, we did. did. And that, we that never, was exciting. We never found the cat, but we did find that woman. We and did was- find the woman. And that was a great day here in Burbank. That was a really crazy day because we were originally uh, apologizing for uh, an influencer uh, who uh, was accused of train theft. And uh, mm-hmm. through our research and through our briefings and through our due diligence, we found a woman who had been hiding on that train. Uh, and, and then so that it was a really cool way that we got to spin the story was, because mm-hmm. basically if that guy wasn't going to apologize, then we never would have found that woman. And yeah. so they were like, thank God. I did this because I'm actually a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that man, that man, that man grew up to be Stephen Hawking. Su- exactly. Son. And he is on the path to do great things. He's on the Peabody track. He's on the oh, Nobel yeah. track. Yeah. And we've gotten right right back where he needs to be. Flipped his orient- his um, yeah. his reputation upside down, and we're back on the train. Mm-hmm. So I, guys, I, let's let's – before, because we have tons of these stories, and I can't wait for these listeners to hear these stories mm-hmm. of just like, but let's go around and say uh, like how we found each other and our names, because I just think that before the apologies even began, something else special happened when the four of us were sort of working together. Yeah, so I can start. Uh, my name is Mickey Kukorf, and uh, I am uh, one of the partners here, uh, as we are all partners, and uh, uh I got into this in a very circuitous, interesting way. Um, I got into this uh, because I uh, had some stuff I needed to atone for. I had some things that I couldn't apologize for in my life and some images I couldn't fix because uh, everybody that I needed to apologize to was dead. And it was very sad. and It was very upsetting. Um, I, well, I'll just bring it up i was uh the sole survivor of a plane crash that i was responsible for mm. and i was a kid mm. and <laughs> i made some mistakes and basically i ran into the cockpit i started pressing all the buttons i could and i crashed the entire plane um, that was r- crazy i mean it was just i don't know if you guys know know the timing of this but it was just around the time of balloon boy when that boy was supposedly up in a balloon there was the airplane tween right. and that was actually you and well, you, got- you wouldn't have heard of the airplane tween because I actually innately kind of instinctively started spinning it almost immediately. So you guys in the industry know. But mm-hmm. as soon as it started coming out, I found ways to placate and move and, and shift it. It's and, almost like uh, you're a nepotism baby where you grew up in this business. Yeah, my, you, my parents you know- are crisis. Yeah, my parents <laughs> are crisis. And so you- I get to do this. You know crisis and apologies since you were seven. It's absolutely incredible. 
Yeah, totally. And I want to point something out in that uh, what Mickey's doing is so masterful because even right now, this is a spin. Because he is telling us this (laughs) in very overt terms and he's he's not sugarcoating it. Whereas this is what can happen 10 years after a crisis, (laughs) right? You don't have to sugarcoat it anymore and we actually trust you more for it. We actually like you more for it. But (laughs) in the beginning... You do have to play those cards. You do have to play I was a kid. You do have to play where are my parents. You do have to say stuff like that. But right. now you get to play the card of I'm an adult. Wasn't I a bad kid? I was a bad person. It's like when prisoners get TikToks. Everyone flocks to those people because yep. they admit their wrongdoing. And that mm-hmm. is a very interesting shift in this industry. And mm-hmm. I do also, just want to say, I, I also just want to add to that. I, I agree. Uh, definitely, let's be clear. You know, we're lifting the veil behind the curtain. These are tactics. I also do mean it. And I just want to make sure people know that. And that is such an incredible spin that Mickey's What doing. a spin. Because what an amazing way phrase, to do that. I mean it. I mean it. I mean it. What does he mean? What does he mean? He hasn't I, said. I, Oh, I, I love when we're sitting around a table and we go, what about a good spin to this when they say, I mean it? And I love that spin. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's a good spin. Totally. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. My favorite spin on that was when uh, Logan Paul was accused of eating the dog and we made him say, I love dogs and I mean it. Because then you don't know. You don't know if he, he – you, uh, you kind of give him a wiggle room of he doesn't have to say he doesn't eat dogs. He just loves what he eats potentially. You know, That's what I loved. Um, yeah, yeah, he so might too, love yeah. eating dogs, too, so he's not implicated in any way. You know, yeah. And we know the answer to that question. And we um, all know the answer. It's very obvious in his videos <laughs> which way that spins, but I won't tell you. So uh, my name is uh, Dickie Matzer. I uh, kind of fell into this business. I Actually, speaking of Logan Paul, I was the person on Logan Paul's team. I was just an intern with him, and I told him, to go into the suicide forest and make a video. And that went really south really quick. It was a learning experience for all of us. But through that, I really helped him figure out an apology. And now, (coughs) cut that out. And now he's richer than ever. Isn't that fantastic? It's really awesome. Dickie, we we like to kind of consider you here uh, at uh, uh, Settler, Stetzer, Matzer, and Kukor uh, as uh, you're kind of our devil on the shoulder. You kind of lead people to water sometimes. And uh, I did just want to point out, I I have noticed that cough getting a little bit stronger. Um, No, I told you to cut it out, and so we're going to cut it out. So. I just wanted to bring that up because I, I wanted to get a check on that because just industry-wise, between us, you know, sometimes uh, the stuff we suppress ends up coming out in weird ways. So mm-hmm. I would just be careful about are that. Are you saying my bad deeds are coming out in the form of a cough? I, I would keep an eye on it. <laughs> I would keep an eye on it. It's not something a doctor could diagnose, look, but I've seen maybe it Maybe I am the one. Uh, look, I'll be honest. I am the one sometimes – business is slow and we need a new need a new client so i'll go to clients and see what they're doing and see if i can push them into something that they need to apologize for right right and see this is why i circle back to the 19th century uh, medical perspective on coughing about how it is demons right because (laughs) i do believe as mickey was saying there is darkness in you dickie there is darkness, and and i i gotta say i fucking love it I Thanks, fucking guys. love it too. Thanks. I mean, it's like it's like there's blood on the money we get. You know exactly. what I mean? Because I'm, and that and that was at your sacrifice. And I and I'm so glad that you are circling back to the demons in the cough because we circle back to that quite often. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, it's a classic yes. tactic, blaming demons. That has been something that uh, <laughs> PR firms have been doing for thousands Since the 20s. Of years. I mean, if we talk, when we look at what happened in 1 AD, right? Right, yeah. right. We're going after Christ. We're going after everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the target? It's demons. It's evil. Mm-hmm. It's Satan. Oh. It's, oh yeah. my God, what's the Spanish Inquisition? What are all yeah. these things? Why right. do people die in Europe all throughout history? Demons. Yeah. And so that's, the, I think people, Europe is still trying to figure that out, why people are dying in Europe. And I, it's and like, I, honestly, yeah. you just need to know. It's pr- You can write it knew. off as demons. You can probably write it off knew. as demons. I wish they knew. And th- I mean, those biblical plagues, I mean, those are the, those are the fabric of our industry, right? We learn, really? we, the, <laughs> just the fabric of our industry. How God yeah. apologized, how even, he didn't even apologize <laughs> and still is so believed in well, after what he's done to the world. Is the fabric of our industry a, a an unlivable planet for us, full of torture and death and pain and disease, and yet we beg for more. We get on right. our knees and we beg for more. God, we say thank you. He Why? drowned. He are. He drowned PR. every living thing. He drowned <laughs> every living thing on the earth, and, and the spin that he gave was, "I'm making things better." Yeah. And Jesus that is the best PR agent of all time. <laughs> he really is. And let me say that is how we learn. Those are the basics. If you're talking to any any apology PR firm, you are looking at the beginnings, the classics. Ballet dancers do position do all those different types of positions. I don't know what their feet. Yeah. That's th- those are ours. Yes. Mm-hmm. We should you talk like, about screenwriters. Yeah. Screenwriters have Save the Cat. PR people have the Bible. It's yeah, one is, and the same. I want it's to talk one about our list, same. our reading list. I would say the, the Bible, the art of yes. war, the scarlet letter. Those are my three that I think And then really I'd help. like to add uh, Caroline Calloway's book because I like it. And That's yeah. a great book. A great book. That's a really good book. No, but book. we've well, cut you guys off. You guys should introduce yourselves. Please introduce well, yourselves. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll introduce myself. Um, I'm, uh, I'm Dana Seltzer. And I uh, am a, uh, uh, I'm a, I, I, I'm here on the team on Seltzer, Seltzer, Madsert, and Kukor. And <laughs> we all, and let me just say, I love this group of people so much. I was the last to be brought on. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uh, every, uh, uh, Nikki and Mickey were having a shrimp cocktail at a, um, at a Burbank happy hour. And I was there for something else, talking loudly on my BlackBerry. And uh, they said, you know what? I think that's interesting. I think the way that you're talking on that phone is something that we want to be so loud. It was so loud. We're at at Porto's having a shrimp cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) And they make it special for us because they know what we do. We spun yeah. some stories for Portos, so they make us they our really, They really, they really like you over there. It's they a great us. thing that nobody knows what they did. Let's just say we give them a call. Uh, we say, Selena, uh, we are going to have uh, <laughs> some shrimp in about 20 minutes, and they'll have it ready for us. <laughs> shrimp but and anyway. a tres leches latte, my favorite breakfast. <laughs> oh, you guys have really turned me on to that. It's, um, it's the Burbank Huevos Rancheros is what I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, uh, Dana is yelling group. on her phone, yelling <laughs> on her yeah, phone. Yeah. Know, this woman feels like she knows how to come on hard and, yeah. and how to hit right. a problem straight on and not be afraid of it. 
And the funny thing at the time, I wasn't even yelling about PR or about apologizing. I was mm. yelling at my neighbor because I thought he stole my grass. But I forgot that I had already mowed it, and that's where it went. It went back into the the lawn machine, yeah. the mower. We walk in. This woman is yelling on her BlackBerry, third in line, going, "You stole my grass! If you didn't yeah. steal it, where'd the top of my grass go?" And exactly, we... <laughs> matter can neither be created nor destroyed. So where to go? But also, and... what I'll say about that, and what I was drawn to when I saw that, and I said, "I love her. I love this woman, and I need to work with her." Number one, <laughs> she's a woman who knows what she owns and knows when it's missing, and number two. <laughs> She's a woman who has her neighbor's phone numbers, mm-hmm. which in nowadays, in, 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 in current time periods, people don't have connections like that. Rare. That means she's out here. Exactly. She's hitting the pavement. Yeah. She's getting to know people. She actually makes connections with people you wouldn't actually normally make connections with. So I knew that she was going to be important for our team because that's what we're doing. We're making and leads. We're making connections. That's my, and that's, I'm so glad that you, uh, that you pick up on that because that's my perspective. I fully believe I, um, I will never own an iPhone. I will never own a computer. I don't watch TV, really. I like to keep myself in the real world. So I keep, I've, I've stuck with a BlackBerry and I purposefully do not engage with the internet. And I mm-hmm. think that makes me better at crafting these apology videos that we work mm-hmm. so hard on. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be a little bit um, of a freak to do what we do. Yeah. And not being, not being in the conversation is somehow helpful in getting in the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about working with you. Well, that's maybe a great transition because you're one of the biggest freaks of them all. Oh, <laughs> hi, guys. Thanks. Freak here. I'm Quinn Steltler. Um, I am uh, – I just love working with this group. I think I found you guys I, – I, I'll say I'm a freak because I started um, – writing apologies just for fun in college I just loved I'm a writer I'm I'm like I I think apologies are a type I I studied poetry I was a poet major and I just started writing apologies um for a book I just love writing them it's like I started writing thank you notes and I was like wait I feel icky if I'm being grateful I want to feel gross um and I want to like live in that space and see what that Mm -hmm. is in in being in saying and asking for forgiveness and declaring that. I think there's poetry in that. There's a dance in that. And that's when I started doing them for fun. I I, I never started writing apologies for actual people. Mm-mm. It was fiction. Um, no, and that's what was drawn. I So we're sitting fiction. there. Me and uh, Mickey are sitting there. And he sends me this form spring. And it's an apology from the sun to rain. Yeah. And it captured it perfectly captured why the sun would be apologizing to rain and why the sun is actually not at fault for his actions and we said we gotta have this girl she's got she puts pen to paper and she gets it done and i gotta say and quinn i I gotta say too your skills once we started honing them and working on them you have developed past just kind of fanciful interesting apologies you've kind of become for ssmk you have become um, our, you know, precog, you know, our, our minority report woman in the goo. Like you're the you're the person that you're such the woman in the goo. You're the woman in the goo. And what happens is you will craft an apology kind of out of nowhere and it will happen. And it freaks me out. It freaks yeah. me out because mm-hmm. 
because it's kind of like you know writing obituaries for people that haven't died yet the newspapers mm -hmm. do i will i will not understand how you do that i mean could you let us know a little bit please oh thank you so much i mean honestly i just think it's the way my brain works i see a movie and i'm watching these pixar movies sometimes and during the movie i'm just writing apologies on behalf of the characters because it brings me closer to the art and it makes me feel really close to them um and i think what it is it's just it's just a style of writing i think you know um, Sondheim writes music. I write apologies, right? And yeah. I, and I know that's a huge, huge comparison to make. <laughs> I mean, no, no, but no. I mean, you are deeply a psychic medium in this yeah. way. Like, yeah. and I think there's no shame in acknowledging it. I remember you once slipped me an envelope, and it it was an apology. And I, I and I said, "What is this?" And you just said, "You're going to need this later. Trust me." And I read it, and it was an apology from me to a woman I've never met before saying, mm -hmm. sorry, I rear-ended you. Uh, uh, let's make this right. And that it was yeah. my phone number. For a phone number, a phone that I hadn't even bought yet. This so, was before your BlackBerry. This was before my BlackBerry. I didn't have a phone. <laughs> I was just, and you changed I was your number around. when you, you finally got a phone number. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I changed my number every time, just, just in case. Yeah. Uh, but, Quinn... I, you're you you are quite literally the prophet of our time yeah. and I appreciate you guys and but that's what I love working about um, at SSMK is that I'll I'll write something that maybe is a little too artsy fartsy and Mikey you'll come in there and you'll take Mickey you'll come in there and you'll take a big like corporate dump on it you'll take out some of those metaphors sure, and man. you'll say let's let's make it dry right yeah. and I let's think focus this up and I think that's how we work on these together, right? Is that mm -hmm, like totally. sometimes I'll get too much in the weeds and I'll write something similar to the sun apologizing to rain. And then you guys go, no, this guy cheated on his wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and we'll get out of the weeds in that. And that's how we work together. And I really I really love that. I, I, and I don't want to get too far away from this because you mentioned this lightly. Your your apologies between Pixar characters. I, I I'd be remiss if when we yeah. didn't talk about your apology from Mike Wazowski to Boo. And I was wondering if you'd <laughs> want to read that to us. Could you could you just read that to us? Oh, could you read? My it? favorite is uh, the old man from Up apologizing to the young kid Kevin for his microaggressions. I loved that one. But I'd like to hear Mike Wazowski apologizing <laughs> to Boo. <laughs> really? You don't want to hear the one about microaggressions? No. I would no, also. I'd... Uh, oh, can I put her in a request? What about you? Yeah. Can I get all the characters of Inside Out apologizing to me specifically? <laughs> <laughs> can they doing... talk to me, or is it only to each other? We're doing what custom. Are the rules? We're doing custom. <laughs> are they like cameos? Well, I wrote that one for you for your birthday, and. <laughs> Because for people's birthdays, for people's birthdays, I say, "Who do you want me to write apologizing to you?" Um, <laughs> and it's always wild. Like for Dickie, you wanted me to write, um, you wanted me to write Ashley Simpson apologizing to you, and that was wacky. Yes, I um, God, it was so good. It, I felt so heartfelt and sincere. I'll write. I'm just gonna read uh, one little excerpt of Mike Wazowski apologizing to Boo. Thank you. Um. There's a difference between knowing what's fearing you and what you're fear afraid of. And that's <laughs> the monster under your bed, the joy in your heart. It moves and I feel empty. Boo, you were wronged 
and that's why I write to you today. <laughs> oh my god, it's like there. I'm there. It's like, it's I'm, like there. I'm there. I'll it's stop. like I'm there at Monsters Incorporated. Oh my it's like gosh. I also want to talk about I your skills are so I mean, and we can I would love to go around and hear everybody's favorite apologies, but I, I want to talk about Quinn's apology for that she orchestrated for Rupee Carr was oh. so good. God. It was yeah. so in her wheelhouse. When Rupee Carr had to apologize. Voice. Yes. When she had to apologize, when we when Rupee passed our desk, we went this is Quinn. We yes. know who this is sending. We're, we're giving this right to Quinn. What did Rupee have to apologize for again? I think yeah. manslaughter. <laughs> right. I right, think it was, right. I think it was, yeah, acute manslaughter. Accidental. <laughs> yeah, accidental manslaughter, which is related. manslaughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rupee was driving her motorcycle and hit an old lady, and, yeah. and yeah. the lady died immediately. So. Rupee's big Harley. <laughs> yes, but she so she's known for these Tumblr style poems. Yeah, Rupee's uh, known for two things: Tumblr style poems, very separated, kind of one words, and her giant ass Harley. <laughs> yeah, her hog. But thanks to us, she's mostly known for the poems because totally. the order of events should go poem, hog, manslaughter, and we are working to keep it that way. Um, <laughs> After this podcast, we're going to definitely have some things to apologize for. And that's we'll actually, it perfectly. Yeah. That's actually so fun is that we, we, in our, we have a culture in our office of just being ruthless to one another. Well, we totally. can get away with a lot because totally. we know how to apologize so well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know it's how. It's like co- how abusers are given the tools to <laughs> abuse further via therapy. <laughs> We, monsters. <laughs> we know how to apologize to each other so well <laughs> that we can kind of do whatever we want. Yeah, we can. Yeah. And, and, anyway, and yeah. you know, I, I think I'm a little bit beyond reproach. I don't know if you noticed I'm wearing an LGBTQ um, hand. <laughs> yeah. And you got to uh, keep that on because you're little bulletproof. Hands you are and bulletproof, bulletproof with that. <laughs> I am bulletproof. So, so you guys be careful. I am protected. This is my Captain America shield. Um, I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I, I wear this in the courtrooms. <laughs> I remember once we were working on that apology. I don't remember who it was, but you didn't have your LGBTQ hand shield on. Yeah. And um, we couldn't get anywhere. We, could, well, we that, couldn't focus. Let's be honest. That was for Ellen. And that was one of the biggest regrets oh. of my life. Mm. The one that got away for all of us. Uh, yeah. we Ellen was her. a tough let's, loss. Let's talk about the process of that. Should we, we get, we get dive into well, that? Well, that was a lot. That was a lot. Part of it was me baiting her into doing bad things for a couple of years because we really – it was like a fish that you really want to bait, you know? And, so, and she was somebody that – she was a side project for you. She wasn't commissioned by us yet, and we would found mm-hmm. out that you have been doing years of work with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I remember the day when the backlash started, and I said, guys, it's coming. It's mm-hmm. happening. It's yeah. about to change forever. You were so giddy that week. Mm-hmm. The the week before Ellen's big, the big article, the big expose about Ellen dropped. You were just running around the office. I was running around the office. I was running around the office in a little nuts. spinny hat, just going, going. We got a big one. We got a big one. It was. <laughs> I was. I was so excited. Little did I know. It was going to lead to disaster for us. I mean, it was you never actually know one stuff of stuff like that. You just never know. You never mm-hmm. know. 
And it, yeah, we tried to get in there. We tried to make some spins. We tried to uh, really make it happen, and it and, just wasn't going. Wasn't. And giving. when you get desperate, you really get desperate. I mean, and that's you know half of the fun and half the hardness is brainstorming new ways. You know, totally. so totally. there was we made the move to put Ellen next to George W. Bush at a horse race as a pseudo apology. She is every person. She's just yeah. a normal person. Little did we know that would make her look like the opposite of a normal person. Yeah, because what know. we didn't know at the time was that George Bush did the Iraq War. We had and no idea. That, we and had, we didn't know that. We, we didn't know no that. Clue. And well, so we, people had this negative association with him. Uh, to like, oh, no, he's a bad president. He did all this stuff. And we didn't. And that was that was our bad. Well, that was and a listen, big, yeah. yeah, go ahead. We, we work for YouTubers and actors. And we're reading the Bible as a textbook. We didn't know wars. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, because no. this is our war room right now. Our war exactly. room is us versus the American people and what they see in the celebs that we represent. Mm -hmm. We tried a lot with Ellen that, that the public didn't see. Didn't mm -hmm. see it. Uh, We've You're never going to see the things. blooper reel. You're never going to see our blooper reel. You we are have never going to see the And it's a shame because it's funny. It's she really funny. She made a lot funny. of line flubs that really made us giggle. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's interesting working with someone like Ellen and putting her with George W. Bush. And, and, and it, it really, we had to have a big meeting. And I said, guys, we have some privilege here. And the privilege is that, I don't know if you could even call it privilege, we have such a skewed idea of what a normal person is because we work with so many fucked up weirdos that we had to sit down and we had to say, okay, maybe we don't know what normal is. Maybe we need to figure out what a normal thing that other people can use to appeal to mm -hmm. is. And then we had to kind of restructure that. And so we did a lot of recon work and we did a lot of, I actually sent everybody home to work, live with their parents for a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's insane. Do you guys remember that? We, we, we closed the company. I turned the sign on the front of our PR firm. And I said, we're closed for a year. Oh, I'll never forget it. You guys moved home. Uh, we had to move home for a year. I think there was like a global pandemic happening or something like that. That but wasn't the reason I did that. Mm, mm, okay, it was, com it was just to think about how to spin Ellen. It was, it was a special project that I think you guys needed to go on. I didn't need to pay you guys because we were on a, a special project. And you guys needed to take a break and figure some things out. Mm -hmm. And then it just so happened that, yeah, a pandemic popped up, like, within days of me starting up. But yeah, 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 it yeah. popped up. Well, let's let's this might be really interesting for the viewer now of like the different types of pseudo apologies you can give because there always oh, yeah. is. And I'm oh, yeah. sorry, but there's tons of other ways to not actually ever need to say I'm sorry. Like, right. let's my favorite one that I've ever worked on, if I can toot my own horn, and we all came together on this, Philip DeFranco. He was huge, huge YouTube star. Before, he would release shirts saying, make me a sandwich, make me a sandwich. And it was all about women making him sandwiches. He came up to us and we said, why don't you just get into news? Why don't you just do news for the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. And he said, I love this. And that's what happened. And now he's a news guy. And nobody even remembers the shirts that I just brought up. It's Oops. basically the world's longest apology video when you mm -hmm. think about it. Because he is now on video doing this kind of for the foreseeable future, foreseeable rest of his life. Right, and right. that is so true. It's the way that you divert attention away from these things. And that's what we're um, looking for in a client. Are you going to live in your apology or whatever we tell you to do for the rest of your life? Yeah, exactly. It's This is the suit you're going to be buried in. So you got to oh, I'm going to write that down. I love that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you I, should yeah. write that down. <laughs> do you come up with that? <laughs> I, I do have it in neon above my head at my office, but um, 
You guys can read that whenever you want. Um, uh, your apologies. And I love reading it. And I love reading it. Yeah. So, what are your guys' favorite like kind of like types of apology or or spins with that? Well, I love a. Oh no, go ahead. No. Well, yeah. I love a. um, I love a confusing text-based apology. (laughs) I really do. I love. um, I love a, a because. The notes app has gotten a bad rap um, recently. You know, it it's seen, and this is why it was designed. It's a low effort, low stakes. The format itself minimizes the apology inherently. It says, "Look, you and I both know this isn't actually a real problem, right? Yeah. But yeah. because I have to, I'm going to write it down here." Mm-hmm. What I have loved to see in the modern era is the notes app mutate into something else so that the primary question on people's minds is what format was this actually written on? Uh, I, I worked on the Don Lemon apology recently or the, the one where he left CNN where it was not in notes app. It looked like he typed it into PDF reader, screenshotted that and then tweeted that apology. (laughs) And I'll tell you the truth, that's exactly what we did. But we're trying to push the envelope on confusing apologies so that the Mm -hmm. primary emotion when you experience the apology, it's not the apology, not the act, not what I did, it's what are they typing this on? And that's why we're moving into back of candy wrapper apologies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Logan Paul has some bad stuff that Dickie's working on um, that's gonna come up pretty soon. And I think we're going um, wine glass, uh, blowing into wine glass to create text-based mm-hmm. apologies. Yeah, um, Q4. Look out, Q4. He's going to be yeah. apologizing via wine glass bubble. Or, I mean, uh, Dana, I loved your work on – we did the, the apology that was spinning. I don't remember who it was for. Yeah. So the whole time you're just trying to read it, yeah. right? Yeah. And you don't realize that the body is already forgiven you the person because you're just trying to figure mm-hmm. it out you know who that well that was, was pat for... sajak i yeah, thought because he was doing wheel of fortune it was a nice tie-in and people yeah. really liked that because they remembered yeah, why he's loved it's for that yeah. but it's really to make the the viewer experience so much vertigo so much nausea that they don't actually read the non-apology and right. i loved your apology your work with billy eilish when you did the apology in the search bar of canva I thought that was genius because what the results were coming up with, people just got distracted by what the actual search results would yield from Billie Eilish's apology. It was genius. Yeah, and their other, uh, the other question on their minds, of course, was what is Billie making on Canva? Is it a little poster? <laughs> is it a li- if it's a little poster, yes. I'd like to see it. That's exactly. my impression of America. And that's what they were thinking. And now nobody remembers what Billie Eilish did. It was really, really bad. Well, and we won't even really say it. And we won't up. even say it. it and we won't really even say it. It was we the most fucked up it. thing I've ever heard in my life. It's and crazy. she got away with it. And it's it's crazy. She should be in jail probably for the rest of her life. Yeah. <laughs> and no one will know that. Well, and here's here's something I want to bring up. And we can I still want to hear everyone's preferred apology styles and, and what they excel in because I think this is fascinating. I could talk about this till the cows come home. But I do want to talk. Or at least until about... Mendocino Farms shows up. Oh my gosh! Where, <laughs> oh my god! It? And I hope they do. Oh my gosh! I'm getting so hungry. I need to order five more uh, salad versions of that sandwich. Uh, <laughs> but what I will say is, uh, I, I I think the what you kind of mentioned the Canva Billy Eilish uh, 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 collab. 
there is uh, a new form of branded apology coming out, and I'm really excited that this is a new frontier. We have been working with branded apologies where brands want to get involved. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of the mm-hmm. conversation, too. So we've it's been clicks. trying to work. It's clicks. Yeah, we've been doing integration with a lot of apologies, and we got some apologies coming out with some cool collabs, and I think you're going to like it. I don't think it's going to be inorganic. I think it's going to be very interesting. Of course, they're not uh, collabs with th- people having done anything wrong to a brand. It's more including a brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, like Apology X Nike. We've got yeah. – uh, yeah. Keem is uh, uh, Keemstar is doing an apology ex Nike. <laughs> baby uh, Keem, absolutely. Baby Keem and Keemstar, <laughs> the yes. YouTuber, the YouTuber and Keem. And- <laughs> so there's a lot of people involved in this one apology because they all did wrong at a party. They <laughs> they all did wrong at a they party. They did wrong at a party. All That's another way. type of apology that we need to categorize: is they did wrong at a party. Yes, yes. Like a group of people wrong doing wrong at a party. At a party. <laughs> Oh, when a group when a group does wrong at a party, I just start writing in my head. I can't even stop. <laughs> because there's the so many people doing wrong at a party, and you know that you should help them, but you can't. Oh yes. yeah, they're not paying you. Yeah. Oh, it's like a nurse on a on a plane, and someone passed out. You just oh can't. Oh my god. Just, and there was one. Can't. There was one passed out on my plane, and I think about her every day. Yeah, <laughs> you just can't. When a nurse passes out on a plane, you no, just can't. No, when you can't. hear a nurse. On a plane. Both situations. So- I've had both happen to me. And every time. <laughs> every time. You can't help it. You can't help it. But I mean, here's the thing. We weren't doing branded. Branded stuff is happening now. <laughs> branded right. stuff is happening now. So and, I mean, back yeah. in. The, thank you. It's so true. And back in the day, though, we couldn't do that. Do you guys remember? This was one of the first times I started working with you guys. When Janet Jackson showed her nipple. Yeah, when she forcibly chose to show her nipple. And Justin Timberlake, they did that whole thing at the Super Bowl. And that was an early apology. Maybe the first big internet apology needed, in a way. You know, it was. was, And yeah, we were the team behind it, actually. It was, and uh, we couldn't work with boobs or bras or 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 work with any type of like no because and and that's a hard thing because boobs aren't a brand it's really Can you tough. Imagine it's two thousand three. We talked to the pasty company that created the star that was on Janet Jackson's nipple. We put it on Twitter. They say you're welcome. That would have solved the entire thing. Mm-hmm. We would have sold pasties left and right. Exactly. It's, it's a different a world It's a different real world tragedy. It's a real tragedy. She would have been fine, and we would have profited because mm-hmm. we do get a percentage of these brand deals. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, but now it's about it's about finding classy ways to bring in the brand because right. I mean you don't want to you don't you don't want to really just expose the commercialism of apologies no. right away, right? We yeah. have an and apology coming been, out. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Nikki, I know you've been across this, but we've been developing a type of apology that the scientists are not fully done with it yet, but it is the combination apology product launch. Yes. It's not just branded. It's catapulting your mm-hmm. wrongdoing into your own personal commercial game. Right. Mm-hmm. It's... We, we- yeah, we had this ready about five years ago, but it was a botched launch with Kevin Spacey because he, mm-hmm. he, yeah. the product he was launching was being gay, and he apologized for what he said wrong, and then he said, but I have some exciting news. I'm gay. That we was the all thought apology. it was going <laughs> to be huge. We thought it was really, going to work. And we wanted to do that just for the product of being yeah. gay. Yeah, so we, we have an overall yeah. with being gay. And they're great. They're they're awesome to work with. Obviously, 
<laughs> I will look at this. I mean, we I'm thought. I'm flashing your little badge. I'm your flashing little, my badge. Your card. Your little Here it shield. Is. Uh-oh. Born this way and wearing this. Here's the thing. <laughs> we thought. <laughs> we thought. Born this way, but you bought that. <laughs> born this way, bought this. Born this way, <laughs> bought that. And that's God. what we're trying to do. Born this way, buy bought. this. Is yes. something yes. that we're, we're yeah. pitching to Glass. It sings. And, it and sings. we do, we do, uh, we thought, honestly, the Kevin Spacey apology, we were, I'm going to be honest, coked out of our minds when we were doing that one. It was <laughs> fucked up. Absolutely. Fucked oh, really this is, and not this is high coke, put, like street well, coke. We were doing street coke. We were, doing street so coke. <laughs> <laughs> we were so excited. We were doing... Poor man's Coke. And you. we're eating. This is before Mendo even had a, yeah. sa- a sandwich to salad yeah. uh, ability. Oh, yeah. Well, this was before oh, Mendo. Yeah, we, we had to we make them ourselves. <laughs> right. We, yeah, we made ourselves with ingredients we bought wholesale from the pot bellies. It was so crazy and fucked up. Uh, God, but this the thing Coke is, was so wrong. I can't even tell you. It was so wrong when it went into our bodies. It, like, it just activated cells that I didn't oh. even know I had. This street was, coke uh, had dust in it. You could feel your cells being activated. That was the craziest thing on a molecular <laughs> level. I could feel my cells go bing, 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 turn on and away. And so we are ordering thousands of dollars of pop belly, just saying, don't bring it all separate. Bring it all separate. Separate everything. Give different driver. Different driver for each sandwich. Don't bring them together. We don't want to eat at the same time. I can't look at the other people when we're drinking. I'm calling them going, deep fry your turkey. Deep fry your turkey slices and bring it over stat. It was crazy. I said bottoms, bottoms of bread, bottoms of bread, bottoms of bread. <laughs> and the thing is, we thought that. I remember at four in the morning when we were finishing that. We thought that that was going to be the apology that got us a Polly Award, um, which everyone knows is the apology <laughs> awards yeah. um, that happen every year. Apology and awards. Polly, yeah, because they Polly. messed up and they keep on apologizing every <laughs> every year that they didn't take any word of the apology. They just took a couple of letters of apology and skipped a bunch. <laughs> but they apologize yeah. so well every single time that, I'm, that, that we we're love all it, back that on we're in every it. time. Uh, and the, the, apology the statue this is year. like a little gold guy and it looks like this. He's yeah. shrugging. It's He's really shrugging great. And, it's Oops. really great. And I... And James Corzine hosts the Polly Awards every year, and yeah, he's, great. <laughs> he's just and fantastic he at what he does. Kills. He's so funny to me. His, his rap is so funny, and it Talk gives him months to apologize. Talk about someone who is bulletproof. He is oh bulletproof, God. and absolutely. When I wish I, we could get that fish, I wish we could get that fish. <sighs> you know, but he doesn't do it. He does it by himself. Well, Genius. that's what we're gonna we're gonna send you in there, Dickie. I think you're gonna tip him over. I think. Yeah, that's the I'm goal. gonna get him. I'm gonna get um, him. <laughs> I want to talk about some other favored uh, types of apologies. I just want to uh, give a shout out to something that I originated and started, which is um, straight to camera in uh, the whitest room you've ever seen with nothing around you. Vacuous space, big couch. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. then uh, 30 Thank seconds you for to, if we can get it, two minutes of silence before mm-hmm. a big sigh yes. before you start. Before you and say, thank hey. you. Mickey, hey. thank you for giving your work a shout out because I'm glad you said that because – I think it was who was it? The first white psych we we rented for one of those. Yeah. Um, and we thought, is it is it gonna fall flat? Like, do we need a distraction? Mm-hmm. And that's when we realized the apology doesn't need a distraction. We just need that person to sit there. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, and we, try it, to yeah. apologize. It was kind of crazy for us. It was the first time that apology became simple and it changed the whole game. 
it yeah, changed totally. the whole game. Well, and if if you guys if you guys recall, this was early uh, two thousand. This was with this YouTuber named Skimpy Shanks, and he is gone now. He was a uh, a Roblox YouTuber. Uh, and yeah. He uh, he, mm-hmm. he unfortunately uh, uh, has uh, uh, passed into uh, another plane. He's kind of moved on. Um, yeah. We can't speak exactly where he's gone, but he's not here. Is all we mm-hmm. can and say. And let's just say it's not death. It's something else. <laughs> Potentially <laughs> something wish, worse. <laughs> I wish we could tell you, but we and don't honestly, even really. I wish it was death for him. <laughs> uh, he wasn't that bad a guy. My thing. So so, but but what I'm saying is, when we were shooting that with him. We actually, I remember, we it was young. I still had all my hair then, and I still do. But <laughs> we were in a Sears, and uh, we <gasps> were, I said, let's just film this in a Sears. And we tried backdrops. We tried a back-to-school backdrop. We tried mm-hmm. um, a kind of a watery blue backdrop. We cl- tried oh, the back-to-school backdrop with the bus. Uh. It was just distracting. It was strange, and then we finally hit on the white, white. backdrop. And it was so good because he was apologizing for something kind of, big in a way i mean he bought a uh, blood diamond mine and made it worse for the workers so <laughs> so in order for um uh for that apology to hit with his tween audience we really had to go simple and um it was great it was it was mind-blowing to me because i'm always a dude looking for the most interesting way to do an apology like when you yeah. do an apology i want to be different than any apology I've ever seen. You know, I want there to be a song. I want there to be a dance. I want celebrity cameos. I want you to tie in a brand, whatever it is. You started upside down apologies. Yes. That was my big claim to flame, uh, claim to flame. As we say it, if it takes off, it's flaming. Um, so yeah. yeah if so if an apology is really working if the sympathy is there we say that's flaming okay that's, that's flaming flaming <laughs> and i do have an issue with that i just want to bring that up i think that's <laughs> okay kind of okay term. bulletproof i'll apologize okay. to you later <laughs> okay. i'll apologize to you born later this way. uh-oh born this way bought this today come on now <laughs> But the upside born down this apology. Way, buy this today. Born this way, came out this way, but bought this today. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow, guys, wow. It's, 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 that's, that's what it's like with working with four poets. We are just we're just bad. These, these we're, bad. Oh, we're bad. We're, we're bad. We're bad. Hey guys, oh, yeah, guys, um, are you seeing this in your email? We what? just got an email. Looks like okay. So it looks like Lauren Conrad just did something really bad. Can oh, I no, read over someone's do? shoulder? Oh, yeah, here, yeah. read over mine. Sorry, these are just all my Amazon receipts that my confirmation went through. I buy a lot on Amazon. <laughs> oh my God, so brag. many kitty pools. <laughs> okay, brag. Okay, uh-oh, guys. Okay, well, this is actually a great example. Let's this walk is, this through in real time. Okay, let's do it live. Yes, let's do it live. Because here's what's live. happening, guys. This is just like... Um, when a fire happens, we have to hit it right away. Mm-hmm. The first 24 like, hours, the first 24 looks, minutes. Yeah. So let's get the hard facts. Let's get so the hard what did, facts. So what did she do? What did she do? What happened? Okay. It looks like, okay, yeah, we just I can look found at it too. out. We just, she just, someone just, okay, her babysitter that she used to have signed an NDA just finally came out, came forward and said that Lauren Conrad has a, uh, a bunch of pigs in her backyard and she makes them fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lauren okay, Conrad right. pig fighting ring. Let's check Quinn. Let's check to see if you've written a poem about this. 
Let me have you written. Yeah. Go through your files. While Quinn is checking to see if she has foretold this in one of her (laughs) sessions, um, let's go through what we can do on the other side, right? Because I let's identify people who will be sympathetic to Lauren Conrad. It's people people who hate pigs. Yeah, people who hate pigs, people who love bacon, people who hate PETA Mm -hmm. for unrelated reasons are sympathetic to the cause, but they hate PETA specifically. Yeah, contrarians, contrarians who who go, why is this a thing? That's going to be huge for us. Edgelords. People who would be very excited to find out that Lauren Conrad feels a little more Southern than they thought she was because this is a very (laughs) Southern thing. Yeah, yeah. Dickie, Dickie, now you have, now while this is happening, so Dana's doing that. I'm going through, if I predicted this, Dickie is now going to dig up some shit about the babysitter who let this out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm going, and I'm, do you have the babysitter's name? Her name? Um, yeah. Natasha Riri. I have a lot of shit on <laughs> Natasha Riri. This is so easy. Uh, see, Dickie's I, got every babysitter, every housekeeper in town. That's the thing. If you've got a, ha- the thing is, apologies are only as worth their weight in gold as if you have shit against the person that you have to apologize. <laughs> to. You have the you have the back door to Angie's list. So yeah. every contractor, I mean, you have everything. Natasha Riri. Let's just say babysitting is not the only thing she does. She also causes <laughs> a lot of drama with her friends. <laughs> okay, so she's unstable. She's a gossip. She's a stable. She's a gossip. We can use this. Also, okay. also, yeah, and here are pictures on her Instagram of her going to a club. Hmm. Easy to spin that oh, into something. Yes, yes. Sin. 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 We got sin. We got sin. Unreliable okay. narrator. Unreliable okay, narrator. Mikey, are, are we thinking video, notes, app, song? What are we thinking in well, format Well, that's what here, I want to synthesize with you guys. Let's get a quick little uh, 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 idea storm going. Yeah, and nothing's I, wrong. Nothing's well, wrong. Let's, let's, let's just talk about what she is. Yeah. yeah. Safe space. I think maybe we did it. If she apologizes as the intro of The Hills, that might yes. be really interesting. Well, that was going to be my question. What's her native media form? Okay, mm-hmm. so first, how does she translate the most, and how is she the most honest? She has written books. She does mm-hmm. have podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has been on, on The Hills. <laughs> I think a reboot of The Hills or a reboot of uh, uh, was it Laguna Beach? Laguna yeah, let's, Beach. Get, let's yeah. get MTV on the phone. Yes, exactly. Let's get MTV because on the phone. If she wrote a book, it would take too long. So mm-hmm. I the think a book is out. Bad. And this is what we do. We go in and we go, look, you, you made a bad bad. You, you know, you did something made wrong. A bad, bad. So you're going to have to play with us a little bit. And what you're going to have to do is do seven seasons of a reality show. But um, maybe she can spin this into something where fighting pigs is actually a humane thing to do. They're fighting for their life. Yeah. Can we get stats? Can we get stats? Let's get on stats. These pigs were yes. bad. Were these Let's... pigs bad people? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a stunt about vegetarianism. It's like that guy in Brazil who said he was going to bury his car, and then at the end he said, I'm not going to bury my car, but this car is worth less than the organs in my body. Everybody should be an organ donor. We spin this. We spin this to say, oh, my gosh, what you guys care about a couple pigs fighting when every day millions and millions of pigs die at slaughterhouses? Think of yourself. Guys, exactly. guys, she we, just guys, has to be vegetarian for the rest of her, her life. We put her in a slaughterhouse. We put her in a slaughterhouse. We give yeah. her a tripod. Just as a pig is getting its head chopped off, Mm -hmm. we have her address the camera, and she apologizes. But we can't even focus on what she's saying because, A, her hair is so beautiful, and, Mm -hmm. B, the violence is going on behind her. She looks better by comparison. That's great. Guys, we just only problem. The only problem with that, I think she might be too excited by the pigs dying. No, so no, we, no, might no, no, to, no. we might have to. We might have to think okay. about. It. Okay, scrap I have it, a guy. It. I have a guy. I have a guy at a slaughterhouse. I can get her on the kill line in forty-five minutes. <laughs> okay, great. Because guys, we we got we just got another client because Mr. Beast. There's a picture of Mr. Beast at the 
at the pig racing in Lauren Conrad's backyard. So we have to have an apology for him as well. Let him mm. burn. No, I'm not working with him. <laughs> Come him on. Okay. No, no, so no. This is interesting. This is a classic sacrifice situation. One of these people has to go down. This is the yeah. Star Wars or the, the, the Spider-Man uh, Mary Jane versus the trolley situation. Mm-hmm. One person versus a, a big This is a trolley car. problem. It's trolley. And this really is a classic problem. apology PR situation. Is we are a trolley what? problem every day. Who do we stay? save? Lauren Conrad or Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast is the trolley. Human lives are not worth the same. And that's what we're... <laughs> And well, for Lauren us, Conrad Lauren Conrad is much more important than Mr. Mr. Beast. And let's talk about it. Who can survive a bad trip through PR hell? That's the mm-hmm. question. Who yes. can survive it the most? Who is the strongest? Well, maybe we could actually just, as a side, we spin this and tie it all in and say, this is actually a new Mr. Beast video. And he invited Lauren Conrad and 100 strangers. We get 100 to 1,000 new strangers, Mr. Beast subscribers, saying, We've locked these people in with pigs while they fight to see who walks away with $10 million. <laughs> That's really yes, good. Yes, yes. And then people learn to see at the end. He, okay. he gives he okay. does the, the $10 million, and then, and then it goes to the people they see for the first time. We film that. Genius. So guys, we'll, get, we'll get 1,000 blind people. We'll put them in this pen with the pigs that are yes. fighting, and whoever wins gets to see at the end. Well, and guys, and this is the magic of spin. What I realize is this is now not a negative problem. All no. we need to do yeah. is tell Mr. Beast he has to say that this was a contest, this was a video, this was a challenge, and we need to make sure he pays a pig $5 million. Yes. Guys. If that's, if that's the case, then we're going to be fine. Easy. That, Easy. Did you guys – I hope the listeners really heard the bouncing off. That was like watching the Beatles record Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh, my God. And look at this. Uh, Queen, you just sent us the apology that you had pre-written in 2010 about this situation can you read it for us yeah yeah so um this is obviously before my besties right here my stupid fucking besties edited it um because we're gonna edit this because my this is really poetic and i think it's a little too poetic especially for lauren conrad um yeah she would never do something like that yeah no she's more approachable the waves crash on a pig sitting on a beach this beach is laguna and I am empty. I am finally coming forward to own it and to own what I did. This was a stunt. I can't believe I wrote that. That's insane. Wow. That's incredible. And you don't remember where you were or what you were feeling when you wrote that? Uh, looks like I wrote it as a Facebook status draft in eighth grade. God, so many of your apology, they, they're they're hidden. They're hidden in so and many And you just managed places. to find that. That's insane how you found that in the database. Yeah, I just found it. What can I say? I'm Quinn. So, yeah, guys, that's kind of how it works. That's, that's kind sort of, of an everyday thing made. for us. Yeah. Or, or should it. we say how the bacon is sizzled, you know? Hey. Oh, and it looks like our Mendo is finally here. Look at that. Wow. Okay, now let's everybody dump out the not-so-fried filling onto the table. We'll <laughs> mush it, it around with our hands. And uh, let me hands lick the bread. Back, let me lick. Let me. In. It's trough time. It's trough time. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> I'm dumping the Coke on top of the not-so-fried. Yes. I'm yes. dumping yes. the Coke. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes. This yes. is bad coke. This is real bad coke. This is bad coke and fried chicken. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry as hell. I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm sorry. This has been artists on artists on artists on artists answering the question. Now that's why they call it show business. Good night. <laughs>
this LGBTQ flag on my head so I'm bulletproof. <laughs>